0: This is the least organized I think I've been in a long time.
1: Well, at least you're keeping up with all of us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, don't update.
1: Hi, hey, Val. Hi.
2: <laughs> Just update it. Don't be like Val. What? Because uh, <laughs> we got our PlayStation 5 controller switched. and I had oh, to update, for fuck's update I had to update her controller. Update the controller? What does that mean? That's, that's current gen. Current gen, you gotta you update gotta your do. controllers. Yeah, you had to do it on the Xbox as well, Xbox and uh, PS4. What? Yes, sir. What do you have to update? Stuff.
0: <laughs> I don't Does it add another button? Let me yes. download another button. It Hang grows on.
2: another button.
1: <laughs> like in the film *Existence*.
0: <laughs> there you go. I just want to let everyone know I'm getting into the holiday spirit. I'm going to open up and eat my elk jerky.
3: Ooh, fancy.
0: Is it like actual elk? Uh, it says it is. But in reality, how would I know? So,
2: <laughs> so you paid like 20 bucks for that bag. No,
0: Elisa paid like 20 bucks for it. <laughs> <laughs> this was the best thing ever. So <laughs> she bought like 20 different kinds of jerky from like different animals and was going to give them to her nephews for Christmas and the package got like lost. So she's like, well, fuck, Now I'm not going to give him that. So she then just like got a bunch of gift cards or something and sent them out. And then the jerky showed up and I'm like, yes, it's <laughs> my jerky now.
2: Perfect. What other kind of jerky do they make for other animals? Uh, I was eating alligator. I was going to say gator
0: jerky.
3: Gator's good.
0: Yeah. Um, what else was there? Uh, not emu. What's the other giant bird?
3: Ostrich. Ostrich.
0: Ostrich, yep.
3: What the fuck? <laughs> Giraffe jerky. Uh,
0: let's see. It came with venison, ostrich. Rhinos. Alligator. <laughs> deer of some sort. Is it said venison. I don't
2: know. It's a reindeer.
3: Red pandas. Oh,
0: that's why I was eating the elk now. I figure that would go, it's as it's like it's close to a reindeer as I'm going to get.
2: Oh, absolutely. So, are they good? Mmm.
0: Seal can and
3: jerky.
2: Seal
0: <laughs> Oh, this is good. Hickory smoked. Ooh,
2: fancy. I'm glad we can all enjoy it with you. As yeah, you're sitting, there a real... in
0: your lips. <laughs> Let me just get real close to the mic here. Val hates
2: it when I do that.
3: <laughs> no, but you do it in my face and it bothers me. <laughs> I, I just go to her face open. and I'm like... And sometimes you do it really slow, and it's just... I hate it.
2: That's so me. Annoying. You can't deal with me at my worst. You don't deserve to handle me at my best. Mike,
3: I've dealt with you at your absolute <clears throat> piss-poor worst. And that's Jeez. when you're naked and you're flopping your dick around, and I can hear it smacking your legs.
0: <laughs> oh, no! Oh, <laughs> no!
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh! <laughs> Come on, you've you've all
0: done.
3: Now yeah, we it. all know about Mike.
2: <laughs> Actually, I stopped doing because I heard a horror story about someone um like dislocating their balls when they were doing last it
3: last week.
2: Yeah, I don't do it as hard though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually, you I know a guy I used to go to school with him um years ago. He basically had a he was on his bicycle. He was about fifteen, and um he fell, hit his nuts on the frame of the bike and twisted his testicles around each other. And then had to have keyhole surgery to have them untwisted. And he was walking around in school with a frozen bag of peas. That guy
2: sounds sounds nuts. Literally. I don't get it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: What the fuck? Alright, we're just going to start this, uh, <laughs> other, otherwise I'm going to fall asleep. And um,
3: Oh, I'm sorry, are we boring you?
0: Yes, very, <laughs> very much so. Jeez, I'm sorry. Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Brian, Shane, and Mike. <laughs> and Val. <laughs> All right, I snuck in a piece of jerky while that was going on. Yeah, we
2: heard. <laughs> was it that loud? In the end there, like, it caught a little bit, like... <laughs>
0: Maybe my plan of gnawing on jerky during this podcast is not so great.
2: Uh nah, just just mute your mic. You'll be fine. It'll,
0: that, that's what I'll do. That'll, that'll be my new uh, rolling cigarettes. It'll be my sound is my lips <laughs> smacking over meat.
3: <laughs>
0: oh yeah, coffee too. All right, we all everybody, know what welcome. Smacks
3: in his free time.
0: That's right. Smacks not with just free time. meat. Lips on meat,
1: 24-7.
0: <laughs> Welcome to All You Need is Blood. Oh, good God. Well, everybody, thank you for joining me. This year is almost fucking over. Thanks. Thank God.
2: Is this going to continue so until d- 2021?
3: Yeah, let's be honest. Let's... We could celebrate 2021 when, you know, it's like summer or yeah. probably fall.
0: <laughs> fall sounds nice.
3: Yeah.
0: Well. well, welcome to the podcast, everyone. Um, on the show, we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We're the official podcast of upcominghorrormovies.com. If you want to reach the podcast, our Gmail is all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. The Facebook group, all you need is blood. Instagram account, all you need is blood podcast. And Odie just discovered I'm eating jerky. Get out <laughs> of here. <laughs> He's staring at me. He's like, "You are you eating jerky? Oh, God. So just type in all you need is blood. Subscribe, rate, review. Do all of the things. And that's my intro. Get out of here. No, you're not getting it. Oh, he's got his head on my lap now. He's like, I love you. Please give me jerky. He's there forever now. Yeah. What the? Oh, no. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) Go lay down. This jerky plan was a disaster. Uh Uh-oh. Val, what are you doing?
3: It's not me.
1: No, it's me. It's my PC. Giving me notifications for YouTube.
0: You have YouTube notifications on? I do. Gross. (laughs) That's how many replies to
1: comments I make.
0: Oh, you're a YouTube commenter? You're one of those
1: people? Yes, I am. I don't post stuff on YouTube. I just comment on stuff and just Mm -hmm. tell people what I think.
0: (laughs) Well, that's why we're here, Shane, to hear what you think.
1: Yeah, it's mostly positive stuff. There's been a few times when I've gotten into heated debates, should we say.
2: hmm
1: Yeah. You'd we be a great people. Redditor.
2: You'd be great on Reddit.
1: Yeah, it's basically a result of me telling, telling a few people that they should grow the fuck up and get over themselves and move out of their mother's basement. Um, you know, I've done that a few times.
0: Well, they try to tell you that the Earth is round?
1: No, they tried to tell me the Earth was flat. Idiots COVID idiots
0: Oh man Oh god I am so so tired Of living Get out of here Odie So what's going on everybody Uh, Mike what have you been up to Since we last spoke Anything you've been getting into
2: Uh, Well I put in about 80 hours Into Persona 5 Royal and I love that game. It's fantastic. It's amazing. But apparently some people don't like the way that I'm playing the game. So I had to restart it. Because the people I talk to are rude. Okay. And they feel the need to gatekeep the way I play video games. Yes, And I don't, app- <laughs> and
1: I don't appreciate it. <laughs> so the point where you tell people to fuck off.
2: So uh, Persona 5 Royale, if you're unaware, is Persona 5. But it's like a. <laughs> but it's like a. Uh, <laughs> it comes with cheese. Yeah. It comes with what? With cheese. Yeah, Royale with cheese. But um, the Persona games, like Persona 4, they had the base vanilla game. Ooh. And then, like, a couple years later, or a year later, they had Persona 4 Golden, which is like bonus stuff. They add in, like, Ooh. an extra dungeon or two. And then they have all these extra things. Like, it goes on for more weeks and stuff.
3: And they so have what... uh, Valentine's Day.
2: Yes. So, Persona, <laughs> yeah, send a ski trip. Sorry, and Persona <laughs> and Persona 5 Royal has extra stuff from the base vanilla Persona 5 game, but it also comes with a free DLC pack, which comes with all the free DLC from the vanilla Persona 5 game, which is like a $70 value for free. Very cool on their part. So I downloaded this because I like to have fun in my video games and it came with a bunch of super high level personas that like literally break the game. And um, so I was using a level like 95 persona and I was just sweeping through. I was playing on easy and I was sweeping through and then I switched halfway to normal and Val didn't like the the sound of that. She was upset. So and
0: then and then
3: I called him out geez. and I told my dad. My dad. dad was talking to people at work about it. <laughs> I told my dad. So
0: <laughs> you wouldn't believe on this. Me. You wouldn't believe this idiot playing no, no. persona on easy.
3: Because Mike cheated in Fallout. She's too, saying so my dad can believe it.
2: <laughs> I legit cheated in Fallout Four. I you had did. all these like glitches where I was like uh, duplicating items and everything. It was great. And. uh Yeah, but she told her dad, and of course her dad talks to some, like, Persona fan at at his work. And this guy was going to get, like, the Joker tattoo on him and everything. And then he tells this guy, and this guy's like, oh, man, what a cheap way to play. So now I'm replaying it. So I paused that 80-hour save file. Now I have a new save file that's, like, 10 hours in, and I'm playing it normally. So I hope that I don't get any judgment anymore from Val. Peer pressure. oh, my I know. God. But uh, yeah, other than that, I've been playing through Gears of War again with my buddy. We're doing all the, the Gears of War games. Um, yeah, I've been working out every day and living life to the fullest.
0: Mm. Excellent. How about you, Shane? You getting into anything recently?
1: Um, no, I haven't actually. I've been listening, well, aside from listening to a lot of old school albums. Um, I haven't done much. Um, I've had a bit of a stressful week, um, so kind of avoiding mostly human contact and staying indoors, to be quite fair. Uh, just not really been doing anything.
0: Cool. How about you, Val? It's been a while since we had you on here. What have you been up to recently?
3: Uh, been playing a lot of video games, so Mm. that's been nice. I... Realize realized, because I was thinking about doing a post on Instagram about my top five games of the year, I have not played that many games this year for, that came out in 2020. Yeah, So that was a little tough. <laughs> I've been mostly going back to retro games. I've been buying up a lot. So, but yeah, I just, I don't know. Cue what have you been from... buying? Oh, I don't know why you'd ask that, Mike. You're just trying to, like, <laughs> <laughs> make me sound like I'm throwing money around. So, (laughs) uh, since quarantine started, I started buying up, um, the more expensive games because COVID really shot up the video games by a lot. So I got the Futurama game on PS2, which was not cheap. A game called Enemy Zero on the Sega Saturn, and then I bought a Sega Saturn because of it.
0: Ooh. Uh, Did you get the RAM expansion pack?
3: No, I did not. I didn't see one.
0: Uh yeah, get a Japanese one. They let you. They they have ones that are like action replays and RAM expansion packs, and they let you play Japanese games.
3: Oh, that's badass! I'm gonna have to do
0: that. Yeah, Thank it's you. perfect. It's great for X Men vs Street Fighter.
3: You would know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I bought Kuan, which was the last of the trifecta of the PS2 games and wow big spender i it's been pretty crazy what the hell else did i get mike
2: you bought that resident evil for saturn
3: i did yeah i got resident evil nice another long box so what
2: what resident (laughs) evil games are you missing
3: i'm only missing two (laughs) out of the whole series i'm missing the game boy color one
2: i was gonna ask if you
3: had the game boy one i do not
0: (laughs) Oh, and my then, brother has that. I think really, or may, it, it actually might be in my possession. I don't know. I'd have to go dig through wherever the Game Boy games are.
1: Oh God, we we'll then, missing... the
3: <laughs> <laughs> then I'm missing Umbrella Corpse, which I heard is shit, and I don't feel like spending the fifty dollars on it to get it. Is that the over one here. in the Wii? Ah, uh, no, that's Umbrella Chronicles.
1: Oh, oh, oh. I remember playing um, Resident Evil Survivor on the PS1.
3: That one's fun. Yeah. You go through it within, like, an hour and 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really cool.
3: Yeah, because that's the rail shooter. But with, yeah. but you can't use a gun con, which makes <laughs> no sense. Yeah. But I guess, I... like, right before it came out, there was a... Some kid shot up a school, so they were like, yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> That was Carlos guns. Now it's just normal. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> that just hey, during 2020 that just rolls right off your back. You're like, "Ah, just another one." <laughs>
3: yeah, just well, in on Persona
2: one. 5, I was kind of shocked. Like, say so- so, like these personas, like you can fuse them together, but you have to kill them in order to fuse them together to make higher level personas. And there's like these chair executions; you have to put them through like guillotines. They get hung. I was like, good lord, this is violent.
1: Would you expect anything less, though?
2: I didn't expect anything really. I'm not like a <laughs> huge, uh, uh, I'm not a huge Japanese RPG guy. Val got me into it with Persona yes. Four.
1: So you blame Val. Yes. Okay. That's whatever.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: deal with it. That's okay. Well, I got the blame the other day for my seven-year-old mm-hmm. nephew saying something was the dog's bollocks.
0: Was that really your fault, Shane? You probably would have said something much more vile.
1: Actually, yeah, it was my fault. I did say <laughs> I did, I did say that something was the dog's bollocks, and when I was asked what it meant, I said it's really good. Um. My seven year old great nephew basically said, Oh, yeah, um, yeah, it's the dog's bollocks. And my niece, his mother, um, reprimanded him for it. And he said, I heard Uncle Shane say it once, so I thought it was really cool. Oh, that um, little snitch. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, cheers, mate. You little gobshite. Um, At least he's
2: not going around talking about felching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not so, yet. That's,
1: that's, the next, that's the next phase, the next part. That's, yeah. That's his next talk. Yeah. <laughs> Right, this is this is what felching means. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then no. we haven't
2: heard from Shane in a long time, because he's in jail.
1: <laughs> or in a coma. Um, <laughs> after being beaten to death. Oh my god. Or beaten into unconsciousness. I don't know which one. Mm. actually.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, I've been playing old games, too. Um, let's see. I beat Mario 64. 120 stars, baby. Yes. Yeah, I
2: saw the Yoshi.
0: Oh, yeah. Good job, dude. Those in the know, know. Oh, they know. Oh, probably not. <laughs> uh, what else? I beat the first Halo, so that was good. Ooh. And uh, then, Mike, you'll appreciate this. I started playing the Tony Hawk remake.
2: Yeah, and?
0: Because my brother gave it to me for my birthday.
2: And what do you think?
0: Ex- uh, it is excellent. Um, I, the only thing I don't like is the menu system that that's like everything up everything about the game is great but like the outside like how to navigate the fucking menus and shit is just garbage like simplify it make it easy you don't have to put all this dumb shit everywhere and then every time you like whatever if you if you do something that gets you like a, a new skateboard or new clothing or whatever Instead of just automatically giving it to you, you have to go into the menu and then go to a different screen and then unlock the prize you've been awarded. And you're like, this is a step I don't need.
2: It's
3: yeah. so like
0: after you're playing for a while, you have to go in there and like hit the button
2: 400 times for all the stupid shit that you've unlocked. You get so. used to it. I 100 at it. And I was, I like haven't touched it since because <laughs> I had nothing else to do. Did you do all the skaters? Oh, no, I didn't. So I guess I didn't 100% it.
1: But I got wow, like I, uh, wow, I got like all
2: the aliens in there, and I got all the um, the other collectible as well. The V's, yeah. But there was I did all the um, the gaps in the game, both games. Holy shit, that was insane! Like, I've only done that once,
0: like way back in the day on Tony Hawk Two, on the uh, on the Dreamcast.
2: It's fun though. I mean, there there's a couple that glitched on me. Like Skate Heaven has got like. I forget how many. There's like 100 gaps in that level. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Nice. The only other thing I don't like also is how like, you have to unlock every stat point to get the skater's videos. And back in the day, you used to just have to beat the game. Hmm, I didn't so remember. I, I
2: think they could have made that a
0: little easier, personally.
2: So do you still think it's just like another... What did you say before? <laughs> that, well, I, I, I said that
0: they remade it, like, three years ago already. Right. And this one is definitely much better than that remake. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Also, I think they could have had a little more music in it. But. Oh, I know. They, they
2: they have a lot of crap in there.
0: Yeah, I've been turning some stuff off as I've been playing. I hear a song, and I'm like, yep, this one's coming off the playlist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, But it's fun. I like it and uh elisa is just so sick of seeing me play it (laughs) she's got to sit there and she's like you already played this level i'm like babe i gotta get the valves and she's like who cares what are you
2: doing uh down that that level sucks i mean i love it it's great but i mean it's just hard because i was i was trying to get up all the um the combos like to get like a million, million combo or whatever, and I, you have to do it on that level. And I just. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it was just a pain in the neck.
1: Hello, Ziggs.
2: Well, Ziggy's here. That's great.
3: <laughs> He's got a lot to say. He's telling you about his day.
0: Yep. He's oh, been a. Nice. Sleep.
1: Yeah, I know you have.
0: So, I wasn't going to put together any news for this episode but then i realized uh we ha- val hasn't been on with our news theme oh yeah so wow i uh i decided that we're just gonna have a small da, news segment anyway
3: coming from my my mouth to god's ears <laughs>
0: yep that's right <laughs> So, continuing with the video game themes, the only thing I have written down it here is that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is a disaster on release and got pulled from the PlayStation Store, which is kind of crazy. Mike, you probably know more about this. I think you've been following this more than I have. Unfortunately. You know exactly what's what's going on with it. Like, they didn't release a PS5 or uh, Xbox Series X version, right?
2: Right. So, on PC, it's fine. Shane, are you crunching over there? What the hell's going on?
1: <laughs> no, I'm looking for a flint for my lighter. Sorry. Go cool. on. Um.
2: I'll just keep making noise. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so um on PC it's fine. Like it released and it was it was alright. People actually like the game a lot. I my one of my good friends has it, and he said the game's unbelievably, so it's great. But Uh, The problem with Cyberpunk is that it didn't get a proper console patch. Like if like on PS5 and Xbox Series X, like it runs all right. Um, I think that one of the patches just made it to be all right. But before then, it was just a clusterfuck. And like forget about playing it on the base PS4 or the base Xbox One because it's literally unplayable. So it was so unplayable that Sony announced like a day or two ago that they were taking it off the PlayStation Store, and this is a rebuttal because Cyber, the uh, CD Projekt Red, the people who make Cyberpunk, was like, "Oh yeah, just talk to just talk to Sony, they'll they'll refund you." And Sony's like, "Oh, will we now?" So they just took off the whole game, and it's the first time on console a triple A game has been taken off release. Uh, this happened with Arkham Knight on Steam, but that was on PC. Right. Now but, I remember that. But this cyberpunk's way more broken than Arkham Knight ever was. Like, it's literally unplayable. Yeah. Um, you yeah, like, the, only, the only
0: problems with Arkham Knight were performance. Yeah. Like um, at the time it got released, I remember you had to have like a top of the line card to get it to like play at 60 frames. But
2: you, you could run it. It just ran like shit. Yeah, and, like, Cyberpunk on the base systems is, isn't even getting, like, 20 FPS. It's so slow. Um, the uh, texture popping is, is a huge problem. Like, you can go up to a character in the game, and it's just, like, pixels. It's just, And then you have to wait, like, five or six seconds, and then it pops in. It's real bad. Uh, nice. But Xbox just said that um, they're not going to take it off, but there is a warning now saying that this game will cause bugs if you play it on a base system. So... It's just a big nightmare. And, I mean, just the base game too. people are a little upset about, too. Because CD Projekt Red has said the longest time that this is an RPG first and a shooter second. And people are uh, discovering that 98% of the dialogue in the game doesn't make a difference. So it's mainly a shooter first and an RPG, like, third or fourth. And people are even (laughs) arguing even if it is an RPG, I've seen, but... Yeah, it's it's a big disaster. Pr- probably one of the biggest letdowns that I've heard about in recent gaming. What oh, about be- No Man's Sky? No Man's Sky wasn't hyped for eight years before coming out. You know That's what I mean? That's true. And No Man's Sky, from what I hear, is an unbelievable game now. Like they completely did a 180. I hear it's super fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, Cyberpunk, and then like people are uh memeing the like first trailer for it because like seven or eight years ago it said release date when it's ready and it comes out and it's this obviously <laughs> it's not, not ready. ready at all.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I do, I
0: do love the irony of um the last time it had gotten delayed, like I think it was supposed to come out in September or something, and then it got pushed till now till December and people were like this is bullshit yeah. they got to release it and it's like well don't you want it finished and then it came out and they're like this is bullshit it's not
2: finished yeah <laughs> but like that's what people get like they worship CD Projekt Red like all these toxic yeah. gamers because just because they made Witcher 3 they feel like they can do no wrong and all well, these... I don't know if you know this Mike but there's boobs in it so oh yeah <laughs> i got boobs i'm not impressed <laughs> <laughs> like these games win a whole bunch of awards before they even come out and saying how amazing it is And it's like what does that have to do with anything That's the end of my cyberpunk rant
0: Alright excellent Val anything to add to that
3: I haven't been following it I don't care <laughs> 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 Like they announced it and I was like Yeah whatever okay and then it was in development Hell for a while because it's been Like eight years And those kind of games it's like I don't want to jump on them because there's going to be problems Who knows and then here we go. All these people yeah. were rushing for them to finish it, and it's all fucked up. And everyone's complaining. Yeah. So comes
2: like Duke, Duke forever.
3: Oh god. <laughs> well, Which you bought?
0: I bought the collector's edition. Yes. Same here, man. I got it's still in, it's sitting right over there. I look at that Duke bust every day.
3: <laughs> Constant reminder. Yep.
0: <Yeah. laughs> Gee, what could I waste ninety dollars on?
3: Was that ninety dollars?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, It was was pretty close to it when it came out, I think.
2: What a waste.
3: The
0: Collector's
2: Edition itself is way better than the game. Like, I'll never sell that. Like, I don't have the game itself anymore, but I still have the Collector's Edition box with everything in it.
0: (laughs) You know what I heard? This is going to sound insane, but apparently the DLC is good. Get out
2: of here. There's no way. I swear to God.
0: (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, that's all I got for that. Uh, what do we want to move on to first here? I'm like, I got a whole slate. So out.
2: I would think that we go over the best and worst. If Val wants to do her best and worst games or we could do the best and worst uh, movies and then we'll do Christmas stuff after. All
0: right. Well, let's let's take a break for the games for a second and okay. we'll, uh, we'll go over the best and worst movies of 2020 or at least the ones that we've seen. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but I really only wrote down like horror movies. I I didn't <laughs> I didn't write any other movies that I watched in 2020 because I just wasn't thinking. So um so yeah, I got my list of stuff that I watched. Um, let's see. I'm, I I sort of broke it into two categories: the best movies that came out in 2020, and then I I also have best first time watches for myself. You know, because um, I thought that's always interesting to bring up. Yeah. So, let's see. Uh, I'll start off with Worst, because I think that's always fun. (laughs) So, the worst 2020 movie that I saw was a movie called Cupid. And it's about... uh, Cupid is actually like a demon or something, and you could summon him on Valentine's Day to uh, kill people that... Or feeling love or something. And it is just the most miserable movie you've ever fucking seen. <laughs> it's it's English. And the English actors are all trying to do American accents. And it's easily the worst, worst American accents I've ever heard anyone try to do. What's that, Shane? Why do they fucking do that? I know. Just, just if, Listen, if it's in England... And you have a bunch of British actors just make it in English. British? Yes. <laughs> it would have been fine. Well, it wouldn't be fine because the movie's horrible.
3: Maybe they didn't but, um, want people to think that the British were making horrible movies. They're like, if we make us sound American.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. they're the Americans.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> let's face it, guys.
3: Shane and your people.
1: Yeah, I know, right? But it's like, <laughs> let's face it like this majority of movies that come out of england are fucking shit (laughs) anyway and that's coming from me i live it
3: that's not true what about the best christmas movie ever stalled
1: what i never even
0: heard of that
3: it's (laughs) it's it's a british movie where a guy is a janitor at some office and i don't remember when it was made but um they're having their like christmas party for the year and a zombie outbreak oh starts, and he's stuck in the bathroom stall
1: oh yeah i've watched that
3: it's it was, bad <laughs>
1: it mediocre at best <laughs> jesus christ she saw it on the horror channel i was like what the fuck is this shit oh he's actually
3: <laughs> shit it used no. to be on netflix
1: there's probably a good reason why they took it off netflix
3: yeah, yeah, probably. I, don't know, I haven't been looking for it. <laughs> I'm not going to search
0: that one out, I'll tell you. I forgot it was called Stalled. Yes. <laughs> you Mike, you've been watching a whole bunch of Christmas movies. Are you going to put that on the list? No. <laughs> <Anyway>.
2: <laughs> Absolutely not.
3: Mike, did you even see that one?
2: I, I You know, I, I think I have, but I don't remember it at all.
3: Yeah, it was Because you
2: brought it up to me, and I was like, I think I've seen that before.
3: What, I've said something
0: about it, how bad it was. <laughs> mm. So who, el- who, who else has got a worst movie they watched for 2020? I've got multiple. <laughs> so
2: buckle up.
3: So oh, yeah. this is oh,
2: so by far the worst movie I've seen this year. Possibly ever made, in my opinion. I think this is the worst movie I have ever seen. It was called Verotica, and it's directed by Glenn Danzig. And this oh my movie God. is the biggest piece of shit. I don't even want to, like, go into it, but it has... Oh, man. I, I, I'm not going to really talk about it because I really don't remember it. But the... Like, he, like... um, uh, What's the word? He casted a whole bunch of, like, porn stars, I think. Or these just, like, super overly, they think they're hot women that are just, like... It makes zero sense. Like, in the first, like, it's an anthology, and, like, the first segment has, like, this weird monster going around uh, wanting to have sex with this prostitute, and he ends up killing these people. I wish I could give it lower than a one. Um, It movie sucked. It's on Shudder, if you're interested. Um, Is Danzig in it? From what I've seen, no. Uh, another movie that it's like I feel bad giving it this rating because you could tell it's like a student film. It's called Spirit in the Woods. And I think I watched it on Tubi. It's like it's supposed to be like a Blair Witch type thing. But like the first like hour of it is just like them walking into the woods and it's this dialogue. It's terrible. Uh, I watched Terror at Bigfoot Pond. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It's I Was swear- that the
3: one that my dad told you to watch?
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Or my dad's request. <laughs>
2: yeah, and it's it's so bad. Like it's I feel like it's another like student film or whatever. Um, but once you see the Bigfoot, <laughs> it's I don't know where they got this costume, but it looks like a like a Halloween store costume. I also watched Corona Zombies by Charles mm-hmm. Band. And that's about as good as you'd think it is. I think they claim it's the first Corona horror movie. it's was that
0: the one that it's it's a different movie don't they put in like clips from another movie into it
2: i don't recall
0: i think i remember it was probably connor blackman was talking about that i think somebody
2: mentioned that there's a couple um like donald trump is listed as one of the stars but they just show him on tv (laughs) like it's pretty (laughs) it's pretty bad um, also real I'll just go through them real quick uh, Mimic Sentinel which is the third one in the franchise was garbage Rise of the Zombies with Danny Trejo I own unfortunately that sucked uh, The Corpse Grinders from 1971 it's about a cat food company don't mm-hmm. like the way they treated the cats in that movie so I just like turned it off um, A Haunted House by like Damon Wayans is supposed to be like the scary movie type thing that's real bad. Was it's like mainly fart jokes and it's weird and yeah. So, Mind Ripper was another shitty one with Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen said he re- he like regretted being in it. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> and he's been in some real stinkers. Yeah. So, I've got more, but I'll be here all day. I've got a ton.
0: Oh sure, sure. Uh, How about you Val? And anything terrible you watched this year?
3: I didn't like the New Mutants.
0: Oh, I didn't see that yet.
3: I
1: haven't seen it yet.
3: Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it was bad. We saw it in the theater when it was the theater was briefly open, and I didn't like Invisible Man <laughs> at all.
0: Yeah, isn't that right. insane that that movie came out this year?
3: Like yeah, that
1: feels it, like a hundred years ago.
3: A lot longer than that.
1: I love I love the new version of the Invisible Man. I thought it was awesome. It's actually Why? one. Of the, it's actually we could great. have a... <laughs> yeah it was one of those movies that triggered me
3: <sighs> all right well that was a good explanation of why you enjoyed it i did not like it because i thought it was dumb as shit and d- i didn't want to it was be there dumb as anymore.
0: shit i wish i could get that like on on a poster for the invisible man
2: <laughs> dumb as shit valerie burns <laughs> <laughs>
3: remember at this point why i didn't like it it's because of what's her face well yeah i mean she was annoying the whole movie was just dumb as shit (laughs) 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 like i wasted my time sitting there watching it there were multiple times i feel that mike and i like looked at each other like why are we here
2: it's better than the grudge
3: oh i forgot that came out was that this year too
2: Yeah, we saw that earlier this year.
3: Oh god, that was. Mm. (laughs) This year's been questionable with movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Shane? Any any stinkers Um, from this year?
1: um, To be quite honest with you, any bad movies that I watched this year, I blocked out. Um, I can't even remember what I watched this year. I know, um... Yeah, whatever, Ziggy. Um... Now, you, I can't remember. Honestly, can't remember. Um... I had a think earlier on, what were the worst movies I saw this year, and I don't even... I don't even believe... I even posted anything on social media about movies that were bad. Yeah. Um... They'll probably come back to me, but I seriously cannot remember what. I might have to I might have to consult the oracle that is Instagram to see if I did accidentally post anything on there.
0: <laughs> of bad movies, yeah, some other bad ones that I watched. Um, Amityville Island, a, a Polonia Brothers movie. That one was pretty bad, <laughs> uh, and. Uh, I hate to even mention it, but, uh, I'm sure Amityville vibrator is not some people's cup of tea, even <laughs> though I enjoyed it, oh, <laughs> but I'm not going to put that on my bad movie list. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly for how ridiculous it was. Um, all right, well, let's go to, uh, so that was the worst 2020 movies, right? Let's
2: do uh I thought let's that was the, the worst best. like first time watches. Oh, was it? I think so.
3: I mean you kind of took it that way. Everybody yeah, else was 2020 because you... 'Cause you're like from nineteen seventy something? <laughs> that horrible cat movie where they were throwing cats around.
0: <laughs> Corpse grinders. Did you didn't watch Corpse Grinders two either?
3: No. No. Why would we? I remember Mike <laughs> put it on and we were hanging out at my house. And we watched it, and they threw a cat at Mike, and I like looked at each other. We're like, no, we're not doing this. This is fucking horrible. How dare they? Let's throw them.
2: Okay, well, if we're talking about worst 2020 horror movies, I have like oh, two yes. more. Oh, yes.
3: Now Mike's on the... Uh...
2: <laughs> okay, okay. Now
3: you know what we're doing now. I,
2: I'm, also, right. I'm also going to throw... Glad you got the memo. Wow. I'm also going to throw <laughs> Cadaver on there, which wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but out of 2020 horror movies it was. it was on directly to Netflix. I talked about that an episode or two ago. The Babysitter 2, Killer Queen, was garbage. Um and then this anthology on Tubi called Conjure X. No bueno.
0: I have never even heard of that.
3: Well, now you don't have to.
0: <laughs> Great. <laughs> Alright,
2: now I'm caught up.
0: Okay, Mike. Good job. Alright, let's do let's do um Let's do best 2020 movies.
2: Okay. Um, just so we can round
0: out 2020, and then then we'll go to the first-time watches. Okay. <laughs> the so, <laughs> there, I mean, there were some decent ones uh, for 2020 that came out this year. Um, I liked I Love Possessor. I loved uh, Color Out of Space. I know it says 2019 on the fucking IMDb, but I refuse to accept that. It's 2020.
2: Um, Did it officially come out in 2020, or...
0: I think, like, it had, like, a theatrical run in, like, December of 2019, but, I mean, come on. Nobody saw that. (laughs) So, I'm just counting it as 2020, because fuck you, that's why. Uh, The Hunt came out in 2020. That was entertaining. I won't say that it's great. I mean, probably, to be completely honest, my favorite of 2020 was The Color Out of Space. I thought that was fucking awesome. Nick Cage was great in it. Great special effects and um you know the return of richard stanley uh, a director that i really like so all those are great although possessor is probably a close number 2 for me
1: so
3: ziggy agrees. well
1: who else i don't know ziggy what was ziggy. What, what ziggy what bad movies have you seen
2: this year <laughs> 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 None. <he> lo- <laughs> you loved them oh, all I watched <laughs> How about you, Val? What are your favorite twenty twenty horror movies? I can't even
3: think of anything. Okay. Like I I don't know.
2: So it's gonna be the Invisible Man. So the
0: Invisible Man. the Invisible
3: Man. (laughs) Or underwater. Oh. Like that could have been really good. It could have been. They could have done some, like, Lovecraftian, more Lovecraftian shit, and they didn't. And I feel like that was a missed opportunity. I don't know. I I don't know. I've been kind of grumpy this year, so...
2: This year has not been that that good for horror movies at all.
3: No. Well, movies in general, it's like... All the shit they're doing, it's like, oh, well, we could... Have it streamed to your home for, like, $30. Cool, well, thanks. Yeah. Like, it would have been less than that if I went to a fucking movie theater. And if I bought popcorn while I was there. Actually, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> if I about pretzel bites, which they don't fucking have anymore. Every time we go, I'm always irritated by that. <laughs> every time. Mike knows, because he hears about it every Maybe time. Maybe it'll
2: be back next time. Better be. The one AMC theater in a 50-mile radius now? Yeah
3: i don't care
2: well i mean i've got i've watched 25 horror movies that came out in 2020 and if you're wow. saying that colorado space is a 2020 movie that's my pick for best of the year but oh but i mean yeah. technically came out in 2019 so though, my right? <laughs> my top two And I would not even consider one a horror movie, but it's labeled as one on IMDb. It was The Hunt, which I really liked. Yeah. Um, I also, my other top movie is His House. That's went straight to Netflix. Um, It's about, like, this couple who escaped this really shitty third world country. And they go to move to England. And, like, they just have to, like, stay out of trouble. They're on, like, this probation thing because they're, like, an illegal immigrant that came over and got caught. And they realize that this house, this temporary house that the the government puts them in is, like, haunted. And it's done really well. It's got some really creepy imagery in it. Like, people sticking their, like, heads out of the walls and shit. It's done really well. I like it a lot. Um, I also have uh, the lodge I really liked. Val and I saw that in theaters.
3: Yeah, that wasn't bad.
2: No. Uh, Possessor, I also really liked. I thought it wasn't the best movie. I feel like it ended too quickly. And the story I thought, I thought was kind of uh, missing some stuff, in my opinion. Like, the main character, I don't know. The the guy in it wasn't like fleshed out as much as I wanted. Like, why should I give a shit about him? Um I also liked the movie host that was went right to Shudder. Um, although like the second half of it was kind of in familiar territory with like CGI things levitating and getting thrown up against the wall and stuff. Um I also just caught the creep show holiday special that was released like yesterday, or the day before. Mm-hmm. On Shutter, it's it's about uh, shapeshifters and how there's a shapeshifters anonymous, and it's very entertaining. Santa Claus is in it, mm. so <laughs> so so go watch it. Um, hashtag Alive is really good.
1: Oh yeah, awesome. and, yeah.
2: That. It was it was pretty fun. It was, it was like yeah. you think it's about like a stereotypical like zombie movie, but it takes place um, from the point of view of a streamer, and he's just kind of like holed up in his apartment. And a zombie apocalypse is going on outside, and you kind of see him, like, degrade uh, mentally. It's really good. And the last one I want to mention is Vampires vs. the Bronx, which was uh, not bad at all. The kid actors in it were really, really good. They actually made the movie for me. A lot of uh, the other actors in it were kind of uh, exaggerating a lot over acting, but those kids did a hell of a job, and I liked it a lot, so... <clears throat>
0: How about you, Shane? Any best of 2020?
1: Well, I'm going to go against Val and say um, Invisible Man. I really enjoyed that. (laughs) Um,
0: I love that he got nominated for worst and best. (laughs)
1: Uh, I really enjoyed Underwater. Um, I thought that was a pretty awesome film. Um, I really enjoyed that because I liked the fact it was like a cross between alien sorry go on <laughs> it was like a cross between aliens the abyss with a bit of a lovecraftian twist so i just thought that was really cool um, midsummer even though it did come out last year i got it on blu-ray i hadn't seen it for since i saw it at the cinema so watching midsummer again i thought that was really cool um just trying to think of what else I may have bought this year. You know, like, <clears throat> I think it's mainly been, it has been Blu-rays. I've not really bought much in the way of movies. Um, right, Burn, although that came out last year as well, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so everything I, I liked this year um, came out last year. woo Go me. Um, oh, Zombieland Double Tap. I really like that. That was that was good fun. That was a lot of fun. Um I'm just looking at the blu-rays actually. <laughs> Not that I'm cheating or anything, but um Cheater. Screw you, hippie. Um Oh man, what else have I watched? Ooh. Fuck off! Um Good lord. <laughs> Oh, that was a YouTube comment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we know.
2: (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) But
2: yeah, that's about it. Really, you know. So, 2019 movies.
0: Yes, Shane's favorite movies of 2020 were the 2019 selection. Yeah, because all the
1: 2020 movies are kind of shit. Let's face it.
3: (laughs) Oh, even Invisible Man. No,
1: and and I already
3: lumped it in. You already lumped it in.
2: I fell asleep during underwater, and I woke up for the like last twenty minutes. In last you twenty minutes, sleep in underwater.
3: I don't remember you fall. Maybe I did. I don't eh, know. You fall asleep eh, to everything.
2: Not well, yeah, but you didn't I mind. One it. of those
3: pieces of oh, shit that no. I'm like, you're sleeping. No, no, I'm not. I'm like, okay. <laughs> 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 so sorry, dark and
2: everything. Sorry. The theater was so dark, and underwater it was just underwater and T.J. Miller just screaming at me and trying to be funny so I was like I'm, I'm clocking out for a few minutes
1: <laughs> then to... I woke
2: up for the, the cool ending I was like man, if the whole, like Val said if the whole movie was just like that it would have been so much better but I still gave underwater a 6 as yeah. well as uh... <laughs> even though you watched half of
1: it <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah but I also gave Invisible Man a 6 oh I just also watched Sputnik as well
1: Oh, yeah, Sputnik was awesome. I really enjoyed that.
2: Mm, I thought it was okay.
1: <clears throat> I just thought it, it was a really interesting movie. You it know, two I watched hours it not knowing Not knowing what it was about, you know, going to a film not knowing what it was about, and I was pleasantly surprised.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was alright. I didn't really know either. Uh, it was like every other alien movie I've ever seen. It, like it brought kind of nothing.
1: Of, it was kind of like a cross between... I don't know, that film Splice... I came out, I think. With Adrian Brody? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. But like, yeah. this is.
0: Yeah. Did he try to have sex with it? <laughs> no like one, Adrian Brody? Uh, tried to have sex
1: no. No. This one was trying to eat everything.
2: Yeah. So like, it, it's two hours long. It's Russian, which was kind of cool because I haven't seen many Russian movies. <laughs> I'm um, sorry.
3: <laughs> I'm stupid because you're like, it's two hours long and it's Russian. And I was like, wow, how could they rush in two hours? Oh my, <laughs> my <ass>.
0: god.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but the acting, the acting in it's great. Like, I really like the acting in it a lot. It's on Hulu if anyone wants to watch it. Um, but, like, Is it? what? It's on Hulu? I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, I just shit. I just got done watching it this morning. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Ghosts of War.
1: It wasn't. Yeah, that was, it was an interesting. That was an yeah. interesting movie.
2: It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. The ending is a little odd, but Val's yeah. boyfriend Billy Zane is in it.
1: Mm. The, right. end, the ending left me feeling, huh?
2: Yeah. Just like I watched Gretel and Hansel as well, which I talked about in a previous episode, and then Val and I unfortunately saw Peninsula.
3: It wasn't that bad. Nope, I gave.
2: It, I'd give it a six.
3: It wasn't, it wasn't no Train to
2: sound but... Well, Boy, you're just full of sixes today, Mike. I know. It wasn't no Invisible Man.
3: Ooh.
2: Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple fives. I have actually got two fives. I gave New Mutants a five, and I gave The Bridge Curse a five. That's on Netflix. The Bridge Curse? Yeah. yeah. It's an Asian <laughs> movie
1: about, like, a bridge curse. I think I gave him
0: of a three. All right, cool. Well, uh, I'm going to go over some first-time <laughs> watches I wanted to mention. Um, firstly, Fang Boner, which, ha- much funnier than Amityville Vibrator, and absolutely insane. I-, I fully recommend checking out Fang Boner for everyone. It's on the list. Um, it's on the list. The Killing of Satan, which was that Philippine, uh, movie from the Philippines. I don't even know how to say it. Philippineese? I don't know.
3: Filipino? Um,
0: that oh yeah, huh?
3: Filipino?
2: maybe that sounds racist to me it does (laughs) but i don't know any i don't know how else you'd say it well the killing
0: of satan was filmed in the (laughs) philippines and it is fucking batshit crazy uh kung fu horror zombies and magic and all kinds of insanity uh absolutely that that needs to be watched um unmasked part 25 uh a good British movie where the people speak with British accents and it takes place in England. Excellent job, everyone. Um, and, but I'd say my, my favorite first time watch that I had this year is Mandy. And oh my God, I love that movie. I loved it probably more than the Colorado space. Really? And I really love that one. Um, but yeah, Mandy is definitely my favorite movie that I watched. I think this year.
3: Wait, now I feel gypped. Because I watched a lot of movies for the first time this year, and we were only talking about 2020 movies. Now I don't even want to talk about the movies. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Because at first I was like, what movies did you watch in 2020? Okay. I'm like, I didn't watch shit, because most of the movies sucked this year. But I did binge (laughs) on a lot of Criterion channel, and I watched a lot of movies on Hulu and whatever. No, so what was no. your
0: favorite first time watch, Val?
3: No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I said I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you know, I did like Let the Right One In.
1: Uh, yes, no, Let the Right One In is a classic movie.
3: Yeah, I never saw it until Mike brought it up for his Vampire Day. And I never saw Bram, Sto- Bram Stoker's Dracula. That movie is That awesome. was a good one, too.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that's good
3: and I really like The Innkeepers.
2: Yeah, that's an underrated movie.
3: Yeah, I really liked that a lot.
2: Ty cause... West directed that, and uh, the blonde in it is married to Zach from Whitest Kids You Know. Oh.
3: It just seemed like a relaxed movie. Like, it didn't seem like, hey, we're, like, overacting and hamming it up. They just seemed like normal people in that. And I like that, because it's, like, relatable. It's like all these horror movies, they're like, oh my god, you guys, I'm gonna go out and get really fucking drunk with my friends.
2: And that's
0: We're how you are in real life.
3: wacky sex. Yeah.
0: It hits too close to home, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: hopefully I have friends. Let's be honest. movies all day.
0: Oh my god. Oh, there was something else I watched for the me. first time this year.
2: Oh Val, what were you gonna say?
3: <laughs> no, never mind.
0: No, what'd you say? Yeah, Uh-oh. you were just whispering something. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, because now you guys called me out.
2: No, what? What'd you say?
3: <laughs> I said, yeah, it hits close to home. Like I have friends, and I was like, if anyone's listening, <laughs> I need friends. <laughs>
2: Friends are overrated, dude. Yeah, they're all a bunch of
1: cunts. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I only have Mike. <laughs> it's been a bumpy ride.
0: If you think that's bad, that's all Shane and I have is Mike too. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel How
1: miserable. Sorry for is that? <laughs> that's all I have too. Is me. So. See Val, I've got a question to ask you. Since when did you go all valley girl?
3: I didn't. When?
1: Just now. You sounded like you were going all valley girl on us.
3: No, like, I was just being
1: stupid. I was going to say, you sounded like you've been watching Clueless and all no, that kind Val of shit.
2: Val has, Val's got this weird, like, she has like a southern accent, which I don't know why. <laughs> what? Doesn't she a little bit? Kinda,
0: yeah. I mean, Val sounds like she's from the
2: Midwest. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's a Midwest accent, because I don't think I have an accent, do I?
3: No, you're the only one that gets the southern accent, because it usually comes out when I'm pissed off.
2: I am
1: not when really you pissed then.
2: Once Val speaks like an old woman sometimes cuz one day she's talking <laughs> oh my she, god that I want to hear. She was like she she was like man I was real little I was only knee high to a duck. I'm like how old are you? <laughs> I was only knee high to a duck. <laughs> <laughs> I was There's
3: cracking of things off. that you say that to me about
2: What?
3: There's a lot of things when that you say that to me.
2: Uh, I can't you can't you're remember like, you can't how remember. Old you're
3: my grandma used to tell me that because my hair all curly and crazy and I would never brush it because if you brush it then it foofs out and it's all just it, it's like a fro. So my wow. grandma used to call me a wreck of the Hespers. <laughs> so that's <laughs> another old school thing. I lived with my grandparents since I was four. Like give me some fucking slack. Of course I'm going to sound like an old person and say old people things. <laughs> At least I'm not knitting. Sure. yet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> how about There's you ryan what are your what are your uh did you already say your favorite 2020 <laughs> i did i did oh. but i just remembered because you mentioned ty
0: west i just remembered a horrible first time watch that i had oh cabin fever 2 spring fever directed by ty west he did that <laughs> yes i did not know that was that one of his first movies uh, let's see, it was early in his career, and I know he tried to get his name taken off of it. Yes. Uh, he does good work. He does. <laughs> he hasn't
1: done uh, it. No, he well. made, He
0: made this right after House of the Devil, mm.
1: which is crazy. I fucking hated House of the Devil. I know it's, it's a travesty to say, but I just find that film so fucking boring. I haven't seen it in a while. That's a slow movie. I remember everybody on UHM going, Oh my god, House of the Devil is amazing and I watched it and was like, What a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've only got I've really only got two best uh, oh, best first time watches today or today. This oh, year today. And Val forgot today. to mention it. Oh. I gave it a perfect ten and it's a horror anime called The Promised Neverland.
3: But it's, it's... not a movie. It's not a movie. We're talking oh my about movies Mike
2: Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's on. Is that an OVA? You're out. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Um, I'll just read the IMDb thing. It says a group of the smartest kids at a seemingly perfect orphanage uncover its dark truth when they break a rule to never leave the orphanage grounds. Once the truth is discovered, they begin to plan an escape to save all the children. It's awesome. It's not like super like horror, but there's a lot of horror elements to it. It's <laughs> fantastic. Uh, Val liked it too, I believe. Right, Val? I did, yes. And uh, the other first time watched I can really remember off the top of my head uh, is One Cut of the Dead, which I talked about in October. It came mm-hmm. out in 2017. Super unique. Super awesome movie. Um, it's it says One Cut of the Dead like more than half the movie is done in one cut. It's awesome. Yeah, I've heard really good <laughs> things about that. What now? Yeah, One Cut of the Dead's on Shudder, and uh, like I said, Promised Neverland's on Netflix. So. And Promised Neverland Season 2 is being uh, done uh, early next year. All right, cool.
0: Well, that just about wraps up our 2020 best and worst, I think. Um, yeah. Do we want to go into the games now? I know, Val, you had some stuff prepared.
3: Uh, yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> Da, da 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 Games.
2: <laughs> oh, no. And yeah, that was almost exactly like the recording.
0: <laughs> I thought for a second there, I'm like, did I accidentally hit the news theme?
1: Yeah, I thought that.
3: So... But you have a new
1: theme for the games.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this year, they came out with actually quite a few horror games, which I thought was really cool. Resident Evil 3 came out this year the remake which I mean it wasn't it wasn't bad it was decent but a lot of people were upset because it was a lot shorter than the original they cut out a lot of stuff and I mean you could literally I think I beat the game in like two sittings so but it was fun it was neat but it was less stalkery than um the original because I'm sure you have played the original Ryan didn't you?
0: I have, yeah. It's been a long, long time.
3: Yeah, Nemesis doesn't stalk you. You What? You just find him in random spots, and then he kind of does.
0: Well, I don't like that.
3: Yeah, and then they cut out the clock tower. They cut cut out uh, a park area. They cut out a boss. And it was just, like, it was pretty short. So, there was that. Um, Mm. The Dark Pictures Anthology series... Put out their game for this year, which was Little Hope, and it was like a these. I think it was five people get stuck. and They have a, a bus accident, and they have a crash in this by this town called Little Hope. And Little Hope, back in the day, was a um like a Salem witch trial kind of place. So there was all these witch trials, and it all circled around this little girl, and they had to figure everything out, and then there's... It was pretty crazy. Like, it was it was a decent game. I mean, I like the Dark Pictures Anthology people because I think it's super massive games, and they did Until Dawn, and so it's the same kind of game style as that, and they did, obviously they did Man of because that's the first one. They came out with Remothered Broken Porcelain, which is a sequel slash prequel to... Uh, I want to say it's called Tormented Fathers. It's a mothered game that came out, I think, last year or two years ago. And that was bad. Don't play that. Mm. It was a waste of fucking time. And... I downloaded a game for this podcast because I've been hearing a lot about it. It's called Visage. And it's like a... like a predecessor kind of thing. Like, it, they were... Basically they wanted to make a game like PT because since PT is not a thing now. Right. And it, it's pretty spot on. Mike watched me play it last last week. Yeah. I didn't like it.
2: <laughs> I don't. I mean, I it's not like I didn't like it. I just couldn't handle it.
3: You got spooked. <laughs> After a while Mike wanted to sit on the floor and <laughs> go on his phone and not watch me play. Yeah but it was good like it's it's eerie it's creepy i would definitely if you like the pt kind of vibe i didn't get very far cuz i had to restart it cuz they don't really explain very well but i i would say that out of all of the horror games that i played this year other than Resident Evil i really liked visage and i would i would say that i would recommend people play it
0: What what style game is it? I mean, you said it's like PD, right? Yeah,
3: so it's like the uh, first-person view and you pick things up and you have to have like a candle or like you always have to be in light because if you're not in light, you start to panic and then you get to a point where you panic too much, so you have to take like pills to bring down your panic. But Hmm. it's crazy because like if your panic is too high, you start seeing stuff and I got to a point where... I was panicking, I didn't have pills, because I didn't know how to play the game at the time, and I had just brought it over to Mike's, and I kept dying in the exact same spot. So I had to restart the game. And then I was like, now I know how to play, so that's good. And then, because I restarted it, I found a lot of extra shit that I didn't the first time.
2: Basically, if you really liked PT, you'll like Visage.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would say that would probably be my, like, at least best horror game this year. I, didn't, I noticed that I didn't really play that many 2020 games this year. I went through a list yesterday and there's only been a handful of games that I actually played. I've been really retroing out this year.
0: Yeah. Well, I will say that my favorite 2020 game, uh, which does involve horror, is Doom Eternal.
3: What a surprise!
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I still haven't played through the DLC. I played the first level of the DLC, but then I get distracted with old games. Yeah. So
3: That's me. I'll make it back to the it. Time. <laughs> yeah. My uh, right. my twenty twenty game is Animal Crossing. Also a surprise.
2: Boo. Animal Crossing's a lot of fun. <laughs> like I, I was not an Animal Crossing guy before this year and then I surprised Vale and I picked it up and uh it's it's fun i was playing like once per day but since i got the ps5 and xbox i've i've limited that to like once per week but it's it's a cool like it's a cool game and like i didn't think i'd be attached to these video game animals but damn it like i i am so yeah and the other games did you get all the bugs uh i'm only missing two so lame <laughs> And then my other, uh, I guess, another favorite game, 2020 game, would be Persona 5 Royal. Because the Royal version came out this year, while Persona 5 came out a couple of years back.
3: Yeah, it um, came out in, like, 2017 or 2016.
2: I installed Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and I hear, like, really good things about it, but I've I've only, like, played very little bit of it at the beginning of it. I'm trying to think what other games Ghost I played. Ghost
3: Tsushima. Here.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ghost Tsushima well is... Fantastic. That's probably my favorite game of the year that I couldn't remember up until Val just mentioned it.
3: Yeah, you're mm-hmm. welcome. <laughs> Astros Playroom was a lot of fun too. Yep.
2: The base game on the PS5 that you get yeah. it's called Astros Playroom. It's a really awesome platformer that I have not played <laughs> besides the um like first level. But I think Val you said you finished it, right?
3: Oh I finished it, yeah. If you like if you've been following like Playstation like me, I had a PS1 when I was 7. So, it like it's super nostalgic cuz they have these little robots that wander around and a lot of them dress up as like old game characters and it was fun trying to figure out what games they were from. Some of them were easy, some of them I was like I have no clue, but they were adorable. The whole game was adorable. Maybe that would be my game of the year. Really? Holy shit. I it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> The free game
2: that came with it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not, it's like not any other free game that I know of. It's really done well.
1: And
3: they have cool. little Resident Evil robots. I was like, that's it. This is the door. And they had Silent Home. They had a pyramid head robot. I was like, fuck, yes. Little babies. I'm going to steal them all. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Val, you gotta understand, not everyone speaks our lingo. So you can't just, you can't say little
1: babies and have people I'm get gonna it. Steal them all. <laughs> this is why I sit here in complete silence.
0: I just wanna let everybody know I've uncovered something. On the IMDb page for Cabin Fever 2, Uh-oh. the of, the official website is a MySpace page. Oh my god. What? For Cabin Fever
3: oh, 2. Oh god. How old is it, Ovi? <laughs>
0: So embarrassing. Uh, 2009, which I think is a little too old to have a MySpace page, because
3: that was Facebook times. No, 2009. Yeah, everybody was getting Facebook. Nobody was
2: using MySpace in oh nine. No. Yeah, nobody used MySpace then. That's how I learned HTML. Don't you dare bash on MySpace. Yeah,
3: and how often you've been using it.
2: He's gonna get that Geo City
0: site up and running Absolutely. and you're gonna be you're gonna be so upset.
2: I'm still very active on on MySpace.
0: <laughs> One of the top users.
2: Yeah. How's Tom doing? <laughs> He's doing really well. He says hello. With this five hundred million dollar cash out.
0: Oh so man. All right. Does that wrap up our twenty twenty discussions?
3: Yes,
2: seems so. so yeah.
0: So in all, I think in all, 2020 sucks shit. Yeah, it was and, bad. Um,
3: made us all go all back to, to older things, which is fine. Well,
0: let's <laughs> let's get to something that's actually fun. Let's talk some Christmas horror movies. <laughs> 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 I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> you got me, Val. You fucking got me. <laughs> What the fuck? That's Val's turkey call. Alright. I am absolutely pulling that out and I'm going to be playing it over and over again.
2: <laughs> Val does that when she gets really excited. I didn't, know, oh, yeah. I didn't think she'd do it on the
0: podcast. Oh wait, this is like a real life thing? No, she does it all the time. You should,
1: play, you should play that every time Val's name is mentioned. I'm not even going to... No, I'm going
0: gonna... to... I'm gonna play it every time someone's excited about something.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! All right, Val. Since you're so excited about this, let's um. Do you have any uh, Christmas horror movies that you've watched recently?
3: I have many. <laughs> I um watched my Silent Night, Deadly Night one and two, as I do every Ooh. year, and Black Christmas.
0: Now let me ask you this: Do you watch one and two back to back?
3: No, this year I didn't.
0: Because that that just seems, like, horrible, because you're watching the same movie twice in a row.
3: Yes, except for, you know, the extra 30 minutes of two.
0: Right. (laughs) Like, I could see just watching part two, but when you watch them back to back, you're like, oh, no, it's too much. No,
3: I waited, like, a day or two. All right. So, (laughs) not that that really mattered. I just wasn't paying attention as much.
0: Is are there any you want to talk about? Or just, <laughs> that's it?
3: I said Black, I watched Black Christmas.
2: Yeah, but what movie Which did you one? want to talk about?
3: Oh, oh, God. Well, Mike said I wasn't allowed to talk about one and two, so I guess I'm talking about three.
2: Yeah, we've talked about one and two plenty of times. Because they yeah.
3: are so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> so...
2: So Val picked the next best one out of the franchise.
3: Yeah, I watched it for the first time the other day, and I was like, fantastic. Because Mike said, oh, I'm watching it, and it's not too bad. And I said, oh, okay. And then I started watching it, and then as I'm starting to watch it, Mike said, this movie sucks. I was like, oh, <laughs> great. <laughs>
0: ha I tricked you. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh,
3: it was awful. Jeez, Ziggy didn't like it either.
0: Oh, Yeah. yeah. 3 is not good. It's it's just like a really bad slasher. And, and there's not much that it adds or like it doesn't try to do anything interesting. It's just not good.
3: Poor Bill Moseley. Yeah. He literally wandered around the whole movie killing people and just saying, "Laura, is that her name?" I think so. I was like, "Cool. Great. Thanks, Bill Moseley." <laughs>
0: I did, the part about the movie that I do like is that his brain is in, like, a glass dome. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> that's because the girl, the blind girl, was tenet- telekinetically linked to him because of the guy from fucking Twin Peaks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Robert, in... uh, what's his name, Robert Culp? I think that's the guy, right?
1: Mm... I,
3: don't, I don't remember oh, my
1: what... that. That reminds me of the Friday the 13th movie with the chick with telekinetic powers.
3: Isn't that part seven?
1: Yeah. Something Yeah. yeah. And her dead, on. <laughs> her dead dad comes up. Her dead dad comes that's great. That dad comes up to save the day.
2: Richard Beimer. That's the guy from Twin Peaks. Ah. Maha, yes. Okay.
3: Yeah. So he telekinetically links them somehow. And then Bill Mosley literally stalks this blind woman in her. Weird brother that has like has like a crazy perm curl going.
0: <laughs> That's some great hair, man.
3: Yeah, and it was just bad. They didn't really even show the kills very much. Looks like a hey, like this kind of happened. Like let it be known that this guy is dead. But like we'll leave everything up to your imagination of how he did it. <laughs> it's a big old who done it, but we all know it was Ricky. <laughs> I don't know if it was a
0: who done it We saw him
3: escape I feel like Ricky, Ricky Adult Ricky Was played by three different men If you really think about it Are they really having that hard of a time Keeping up with this guy He's like two different people In half of in two Because he was like some adult guy With frosted tips Then he was um God, what the hell, Eric Freeman, and then all of a sudden he's Bill Mosley,
2: and then <laughs> they can't in keep four and five, and <laughs> four and five he's Clint Howard, yes. But they they don't mention that it's the same Ricky. They just call him Ricky, <sighs> right? But I mean, it's Clint Howard totally.
0: I want to know what I mean. I guess I guess Eyebrows had been through some real rough times if he ends up being Clint Howard later in life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's been through a lot. <laughs> I like that his brain got better. Oh, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> like it went from the glass dome to a fucking just bald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Val. So, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3 sucks. Uh, Mike, you got one you want to talk about?
2: Yes. I have two movies that I have for today. Uh, one of them it was a uh, new watch for me. It came out in 1989, I believe. It's got four different names to it. So it's very hard to look up. (laughs) But I ended up finding it on Shudder anyway. So the four names to this movie is either Deadly Games, which is not the same Deadly Games as a sci-fi horror movie. It's also called Game Over. It's called Dial Code Santa Claus. And it's also Mm -hmm. called Hide and Freak. But it's on Shudder as Dial Code Santa Claus. It's on IMDb, Is game over. And it's, 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 it's directed by uh, Renee Manzor. He also directed a few that episodes.
3: Made
2: up. It is, I totally made it up. It was directed by me. I was one.
3: You're Manzor.
2: <laughs> he also directed a, uh, a few episodes of The Adventures of Indiana Jones. He's done a ton of TV work. It's this is a French movie, so it's primarily like French uh, TV episodes. Uh, it's a very dark comedy, but it's also primarily horror. It stars Elaine Elaine uh Patrick Fleursheim, and Louis DeCru. You know those household names.
3: I was going to mm-hmm. say Louis Anderson. <laughs> Louis Anderson, <laughs> he's back.
2: Actually, the, the little kid in this movie, Elaine Lelaine, is actually the director's son in real life, which is kind of cool. So uh, the plot is this movie is basically Home Alone before Home Alone came out. Um, it's about a kid named Thomas who's the son of a toy store tycoon. Uh, the kid can do it all. He works on cars. He's an expert in electronics. It's just extremely smart in general. He's a gigantic, he's gigantic rooms in his mother's mansion dedicated to his toys. Like, he's got, like, a a pirate room where he has, like, a bridge and everything. There's toys. escape. It looks, like, abnormally large. Like, no room would be ever this big. Um, He's even being so smart, though. He's still a kid, and he still believes in Santa Claus. He thinks of a way to try and communicate with Santa, so he sets up a security system to record and capture him. Like visually, not actually. Um, his mother leaves for work, leaving behind Thomas, his diabetic grandfather, and his dog Jr. in this giant mansion. It's Christmas Eve, so obviously she's a lot of work to do because she's head of a toy company. So, meanwhile, a crazy homeless guy gets a job as Santa Claus in this like toy store. A um, kid was acting a fool, and he just bit slaps her. This Santa Claus, this homeless guy, <laughs> he just slaps her in the face, and she starts crying. And it gets noticed by Thomas's mother. She then proceeds to fire him. So as the homeless man goes into the office to get fired, he overhears one of the mother's coworkers explaining on the phone to deliver a bunch of toys to her home address for her son, Thomas. So the homeless man leaves the office and ends up hitching a ride to the home of Thomas while his mother works overtime on Christmas Eve. He disguises himself as Santa Claus, which is... Uh, and what is set up is basically the plot to Home Alone, but like a slasher version of it. Um, this movie is amazing. It's really good. And one of the best scenes in it, and I'm gonna say this now. Um, because I know a lot of people don't like this sort of thing, me included, so I'm just gonna get it out there. A dog does die in it, unfortunately. Uh so the initial scene that's effective and I'm like I said I'm saying this now because if people wanna decide to watch it or not. Um, is when the homeless man first enters the mansion. He dresses up like Santa Claus, comes down the chimney, and Thomas is hiding with excitement underneath the table. He thinks he caught Santa. So this is until his dog JR runs up to Santa and's barking. The homeless man kills the dog, and that's when Thomas thinks he's being punished for trying to see Santa. There's a cool line in the movie, though, from Thomas saying, you killed my dog, and even though you're Santa Claus, I swear you're going to be scared. And I was like, that's badass. <laughs> <laughs> um... The acting in this movie is great. Like everyone from the homeless man to the little boy are done really well. The homeless guy gives off one hell of a performance as a crazy Santa Claus. He first starts when he first starts dressing up as Santa, he has like this like this white spray paint because he's got like a brown head of hair and a brown beard and he does like he sprays a little bit like over his face. He just sprays this white stuff over his face and every time he does he has like this maniacal laugh and he's just looking at himself in the mirror is like ha 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 <laughs> that's great. Um also the uh pacing's really good. Like you get to the tension like within the first thirty minutes. And like oh, they nice. re- yeah, they really know how to set it up. And the rest of the movie is like the the kid trying to escape this guy. Um aren't too many negatives of it. If anything, I'd say the grandfather is a pretty weak character. He's more like a hindrance and kind of annoying because he can barely see. And he's like a thousand years old. And Thomas is constantly <laughs> trying to save him. Uh, but although the tension is placed around him, like the homeless guy he keeps trying to kill the grandfather. And Thomas is to keep coming to the rescue. And uh, yeah. And the, the fun fact, the director claims that Home Alone was ripped off of his movie. And he actually threatened to sue uh, the company who made Home Alone. But it, yeah, but it didn't get anywhere. But if you see this movie, you're, you kind of think, like, wait a second. This is pretty, <laughs> pretty close. So, wow, came out before it, too. Yeah, huh? a couple years.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I've heard of this. I have just have never uh, caught it. So I'll definitely be interested in watching this one. That could be a nice look. Now, uh, what do you, how much of a horror movie is
2: it? Um, It's basically a slasher. I mean, cool. He's—I mean, the body count's not super high, but this guy's a lunatic. The, the gore isn't like really there. There's not a ton of gore, but there is a lot of really cool effects done, and it's scary. He—he's this once you see this homeless guy. He's a scary-looking dude.
0: Nice. Oh, great! Here comes the cops. Great!
3: Right, now they're looking for a homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, excellent. Uh, all right, let me go into one that I picked. Um, I did a few movies, but I do want to mention this one. It's not a Christmas movie because the title of this film is Hanukkah.
1: Oh.
0: Oh. Hey. Tis the season. <laughs> <laughs> Tis the season. So this is from 2019. It's directed by Eben McGar, uh, who also directed Sick Girl and House of Wolfman. Uh, stars Robert Felstead Jr., uh, Victoria Demare, PJ Souls, Sadie Katz, Carolyn Williams, Charles Fleischer, uh, who is the voice of Roger Rabbit, hmm. Sid Haig, and unbelievably Dick Miller. Really? And, oh my, that's what I said. I was like, what? <laughs> and this is technically Sid Haig and Dick Miller's final film. Oh. Hmm. Um. Sid Haig is in this movie more than he is in Three from Hell. Uh, Dick Miller's just in at the end, but he does a really long monologue, which is almost shocking. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe like these two people are actually in this movie. Um, so the plot, it's a little goofy, but, but from what I can gather, uh, an old psychopath rabbi, Sid Haig, uh, he's like a murderer and he's killed... Leaving just his boy, and the boy grows up to be another Jewish killer. Uh, and he goes out, out of his way to kill any Jews that do not obey Jewish law. So, a group of friends are gathering for a party, which is the lamest party of all time. There's like three people, <laughs> and they're all trying to bang this one girl whose boyfriend didn't show up because he went to Hanukkah dinner with his girlfriend's mom.
3: What an um,
0: it's it's i know it's so confusing but this is like what happens in the movie um it's it, it it's really like lame like people start disappearing and it's the serial killer and then a an old rabbi shows up with a russian a young russian woman um and the old rabbi is the guy that voices roger rabbit and he explains the plot to the characters or at least a one character, and there's a big argument about uh jalapeno poppers. <laughs> and um uh, a lot of people die and eventually there's a scene with uh Dick Miller um talking about what it means to to be a real Jew. And uh the movie ends.
3: Did you learn something?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh I don't know. Maybe I did. And were the uh, I, jalapeno I learned... poppers
3: were they cooked? Uh, yeah, it
0: was about jalapeno poppers. <laughs> He's like, are you going to eat my jalapeno poppers or not? I got to know how many to make. Um, It's a bad movie. There's a decent amount of nudity in it, which is awkward and weird. And it's also taken a little too seriously. Like, I think the movie would have been better had they gone for a goofier tone. But the stuff with, like, Dick Miller is just so... Like it's not it's not humorous at all. It, it's just like straightforward and like a surprisingly good monologue from him. I think he did a fantastic job, and it's just a shame that his last acting role his last acting role was in this fucking movie. <laughs> um, I mean, overall, I wouldn't say it, it wasn't horrible or anything. It was just a really lame slasher, and but there was like one decent kill. This woman gets skinned alive, and it's really effective. She's like butt naked and he's like peeling her skin off because he's trying to take her tattoos off mm. because that's like a no-no, I guess, in um, Jewish culture. Um, so that that that's a pretty effective scene. I liked that. But the rest of the movie isn't that good. The acting is really bad. And I will say that... I watched this on Blu-ray. I picked it up for Amazon. It was really cheap. And I now know why it was really cheap, (laughs) because the Blu-ray is fucking unwatchable. There's an audio delay where the characters speak about four seconds after the visuals. And it, it starts off, you can barely notice it when it starts. You're like, okay, this is kind of weird. Maybe this one scene got fucked up, low-budget movie. You know, whatever, that could happen. Or maybe they had to redub it or something. But as the movie keeps going on and on, the delay gets bigger and bigger and bigger until, like, you're watching an entire scene with mouths moving, and then, like, a minute later, you start hearing the words, and you're like, oh, my God, this is fucking unwatchable. Apparently, the streaming versions of this don't have that problem. Um... But do not buy the Blu-ray. There's a note on after I fucking bought it. Of course, I go on Amazon to look up like what the fuck's going on, and everyone's giving it one-star reviews because you can't watch it. And the uh, there's a note on there that somebody had contacted the filmmakers, and the Blu-rays weren't supposed to be released, but somehow they got out, and people are selling them, and they're garbage. Oh. and they're going to be re- they're going to be replacing them, but their production company got COVIDed, so they're I don't know. But, yeah, so don't watch the Blu-ray of this thing. Uh, if you're looking to just see some more Sid Haig or Dick Miller, uh, the the Dick Miller part's actually pretty good. I Like, just seeing him do a monologue is pretty awesome. So that's worth watching. Uh, the Sid Haig stuff, I don't even think he speaks in the movie. It's just him basically in front of a table because he's, like, really old and, you know, <laughs> very sick. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it exists, uh, and it's called Hanukkah and that's about it cool So, yeah maybe if you find it on streaming for free um, it could be entertaining for a while I'll see if this is uh, streaming I would... anywhere yeah I didn't really look I'd probably want to watch it again with audio that actually works how do you
2: spell that
0: <laughs> H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H 2019? Man, you Mike, can
2: rent your it.
3: rabbi would be really upset with
2: you right now. <laughs> yeah, Mike, come on. You could rent it on Apple TV for five bucks. Oh. No. It's an H D. You can man. also You can also rent it on Fandango Now for five dollars.
0: Incredible. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Shane, did you have any Christmas movie you wanted to talk about?
1: Um oh. There was only one movie I wanted to talk about, but technically it's not a horror. Um, it's Batman Returns. Um, there you go. Yeah, I don't care what anybody thinks. I think it's actually the best of the Batman movies from the early earlier movies.
0: Oh, I've got a quote about that, Shane. Hang on, i, I got to look it up to make sure I get it exactly right. You can continue.
1: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Batman Returns, I mean, obviously the sequel to 1989's Batman um, with Michael Keaton. Um, directed, again, by um, <clears throat> Tim Tim Burton, who, let's face it, he's the goth father of making movies, in my opinion. Uh, it, there's just a certain look. He's like a typical goth who got big, you know, and can't go wrong with that in my eyes. But, um, yeah, obviously, this is the sequel to the 89 movie, um, Vicky Vale isn't in the picture anymore. This one is more um, based around the antics of Catwoman or Selena Kyle, Catwoman and uh, the Penguin and um, all the whole anti-hero business with the Penguin trying to steal kids and all his various plans that get, keep getting vo- foiled. Um, Catwoman played amazingly well by Michelle Pfeiffer. Um And her playing Catwoman, which, in my opinion, she's probably the best Catwoman there ever was on film. Let's completely ignore the abortion that was the film that came out of Halle Berry a few years ago. (laughs) That was fucking dreadful. I can't believe I actually sat and watched it once, and that was enough. But, um, yeah, Batman Returns came out in 1992. So, I mean... That's just, in my opinion, it's a classic movie. It's obviously set around Christmas and Christmas at Wayne Manor. You know, I can imagine that it'd be a very lonely affair, considering there's only him and Alfred and no one else. Because, <laughs> hello, his parents are dead. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get a talk, talk about the dark side of it. Yeah, his parents are dead. He lives on his own with an old fucking decrepit butler you know but um and the movie itself has got some cheesy characters in it but it's also superb action wise michelle pfeiffer is amazing as cat and she has some of the best scenes and i still one of my favorite stories about that is the scene where she's using the whip and she takes the heads off the the shop dummies she did that in one take and um Earlier this year, she posted a photo, or she posted a video on Instagram um, with the original whip, where she's taking, like, she's just cracking the whip, and she's she just says it's like riding a bike, and I was just like, oh, she's still got it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's. Um, I just thought she was the best catwoman woman there's been, and she was she had. She had definitely the qualities of being, like, a cat vindictive, slinky, and, like, stalker-ish. You know, she was just amazing. And I just like the general story as it it is anyway. I just thought it was a cracking movie. And plus, the the soundtrack, the theme song was done by one of my favourite bands, Susie and the Banshees. So... Face to face is a cracking tune. If no one believes me, go find it on YouTube because it's superb. Um, but I also want to mention <laughs> this is kind of funny actually. But I also <coughs> asked a of people because i forgot to post this up on social media, like I always fucking do. But I asked a couple of people what their one of their favourite Christmas movies was, or what they were, and um, Keith Wilkinson and um, Alistair Hogarth both said Krampus. They both said Krampus, even though... um, But it's really funny. Both of them said that, although technically it's not... They don't think it's a horror movie per se, but they think it's one of the best Christmas horror movies there is. And to go with the whole... um, uh, video games and stuff like that. Keith also mentioned that he played Resident Evil 7 this year, which was a free download, and he thoroughly enjoyed that. And he also mentioned the Outpost games, or in his words, also the Outpost games are pretty fucked up. So there was that.
0: There you have it. I found that quote I was looking for, Shane. Yeah. Uh, This is uh, from my cousin, John Doolin, who says, If Batman Returns was your favorite Batman movie... Growing up, or still is now, uh, you're gay now, and he does not make up the rules.
1: I must be gay then. <laughs> I actually saw that on the other day when he posted that. I thought that was hilarious.
2: Oh my! Oh, uh, John back
0: fucking back. kills
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> you're gay you now. Oh my god.
0: Oh man, he cracks me up. We need to get him back on here again. I know we do.
3: Okay, thank
0: you. He's still doing his podcast. Just
3: sit here like Lover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: we're going to listen to You Can't Sit With Us. He's always hilarious on that. Oh, God. Okay, Batman Returns is great. Danny DeVito, too. He's fucking awesome in that. Uh,
1: <laughs> Chris um, playing Max Shrek. That was a... Christopher Walken being scary, yet again.
2: There you go. There's your horror reference right there.
1: Yeah, Max Shrek.
0: Yeah, and the whole movie is completely like a German expressionist. You know, it looks like the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Like, it's done exactly like that on purpose. Um, And it's terrifying. Elisa still won't watch this movie to this day. She's scared of it. Really? Oh yeah, she's like, I hate that one with Danny DeVito and the <laughs> black goo coming out of his mouth. <laughs> the
1: thing is, uh. funny because I can remember watching it for the first time years ago because um, I never got to see it at the cinema but I did watch it on VHS. VHS people. Ooh.
3: Um, yes, Shane, we were all alive when VHS was around.
1: <laughs> whatever. <Fuck>. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember watching it for the first time, and it was like the parents at the beginning of the film when Oswald Cobblepot is but like, born as a baby, because it's um, Paul Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman playing his father. Yep,
0: that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, and because Tim Burton, you know, like being an old goth, um, obviously, because uh, Paul Rubens obviously was in Pee Wee Herman because Tim Burton directed peewee herman's playhouse i think or the film
0: yeah the first one whatever yeah. uh, big adventure
1: yeah that's the one but um tim burton is like everything that he does has just got a touch of the goth about it you know the gut architecture the look of the movies and stuff like that i just think they're fucking amazing i just think he's an amazing director um was yeah what do you mean was
0: I mean, what's he done recently?
1: Uh, yeah, good point, actually. Th- the last thing I watched that he did was Miss Peregrine's Home for the Strange and Unusual.
3: When was that, though? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was two years ago, Val.
3: No, it wasn't, was it? I thought that was way older than that.
1: No, I don't think so. I,
3: think it was I don't school. know. Google it, was
2: 2016,
3: 2016. Oh, almost 2016. five years, almost five years. <laughs> <laughs> Not two <20, laughs> years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he did Dumbo. You didn't watch that?
3: No. Why oh, would anybody goodness. watch Ugh. that? No one would. Bro, I'll watch the original. <laughs> on VHS, no one's gonna watch that either. Letter. Also
2: awful. You don't like the original Dumbo?
0: No, no. <gasps> For Disney movies, no. No one's favorite Disney movie is Dumbo.
3: Um, excuse <laughs> me. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> That was one of my favorite Disney movies when I was little, that, and Pinocchio. And then po- Pinocchio's
0: way better than Dumbo. And then
3: Pocahontas came out, and I was all about that John Smith. Actually, Baby boy, baby boy.
1: One of my favorite Disney movies, movies that came out in the 1980s was The Fox and the Hound.
2: Yep. Val, <laughs> you have a way with words, don't you? What the fuck?
1: Has <laughs> Val completely lost her shit?
2: Yeah, this is, yes. this is how she is in real life. She just talks <laughs> over you, and she'll just be like, baby boy, baby boy, just over and over again.
1: <laughs> Officially lost the plot.
2: Oh, That's because she. Oh talk about Mel Gibson, I get
3: excited.
2: Yeah, I mean, if that's a good segue, Ryan.
0: That is a great segue. <laughs> I'm going to go into my next yeah. movie and just ignore Val. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> so, speaking of Mel Gibson... Uh, I did watch Fat Man, which just came out, another 2020 movie. Uh, not horror movie, but still, um, still unique enough to be worthy of a mention. And I'm just going to get it right out of the way. I mean, we can all agree Mel Gibson is a horrible person. Let's just accept it and move on from that.
3: Yeah. Don't say that
0: about John <laughs> Smith. Wait, he? Oh, he was John Smith. Oh
3: well, yeah, he was. <laughs> in the in then what, ninety four, ninety five Pocahontas? Hell yeah, he was. Great. He was bae. When I was little I wanted to marry John Smith. <laughs> well, he,
0: you were probably about the right age. I think John Smith married Pocahontas when she was twelve.
3: I was only four. <laughs> so Ooh. Mm, I, think I think he still would
0: have I think he still would've. Mel Gibson probably would too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's fine. You know <laughs> how much money I'd ever right know? Shit. Where <laughs> oh you at <laughs> Mel Gibson?
0: So anyway, in Fat Man, uh, directed by Esham and Ian Nelms, um, it's uh, Mel Gibson is Santa Claus, and Walton Goggins is a hitman that gets hired to kill him. And the movie has the strangest tone. It's serious, but it's goofy at the same time like it's santa claus in a real world and like he has like government contracts and government subsidies from the united states and at one point he's building like he has the elves like building weapon systems so he can get like money to keep the elves alive i guess i don't know it's a really weird movie and um walton goggins is a a serial or a hitman who's obsessed with santa claus because he never got what he wanted from santa so he like buys gifts that Santa has made for other people and he collects them. And, um, he's just like completely obsessed with them. And then he gets hired by a little kid to kill Santa because the little kid was given coal for Christmas and he didn't like that. So and
3: to be fair, that kid was a bastard.
0: That kid was a little shit. I would
3: beat his ass if that was my kid.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know why Xana didn't. She was thinking about it though. Yes, she was. So, um, but yeah, uh, I liked the movie. It was, it had a, again, a really strange tone. Um, like when it gets to like the action part and Walton Goggins is like murdering everyone. He is fucking fantastic in this. This might be one of his best roles like this in the hateful eight, which is so hilarious that it's fucking the guy that kills Santa Claus and in a Tarantino movie, like the best of Walton Goggins. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I would recommend it to anyone that wants something that's different from your normal Christmas, Christmas cheer. And it it has a nice little, you know, happy Christmas ending. I think <laughs> as or as happy as it gets <laughs> with a movie like that. So I liked it. Uh, what what do you think, Val?
3: Oh, I thought it was an absolute blast. Like it was it was yeah. stupid, but in like all the good ways where you're like, ha how did they even think about this kind of stuff? <laughs> like, what went through right. their minds when they did this? I'm enjoying myself, but like, what the hell? I didn't expect yeah, Santa we... to have his uh, mitts in the government. <laughs>
0: right. That's like, the, but you're like, I guess that would kind of make sense. Like, of course the U S would want to be involved with Santa Claus. Um,
3: of course. It's how they get and, all their uh, money. Right. All those dumb dumbs buying Christmas presents. Ah, bastards.
0: Well, because the kids aren't good, Val. They don't get free presents from Santa because they're evil. No. <laughs> so the Especially parents have now. to buy them.
3: Especially in like 2020, right. like kids suck nowadays.
0: Oh, they're horrible.
3: You get like the few that you're like, yeah, that's a qu- you know, maybe I'd want kids. And then you go to the supermarket and you're like, no, no. Just throw them in the garbage. Throw them away. <laughs>
0: How about you, Mike?
2: How do you feel about kids? Kids or Fat Man? (laughs) (laughs) Because you're going to have polar opposite opinions on either of those. But Fat Man, Uh... I loved. Val and I watched it. And I really want, I thought, I legit thought this was going to be a horror movie. And then I looked at IMDb, I'm like, oh, it's not. Okay. But if we were talking about, like, best new watches, like, without it being horror, Fat Man would definitely be up there. Um, Yeah. The best part, the thing that made me love this movie is how serious everybody's taking it. Like, yes. Mel Gibson is Santa, and he's a badass Santa. Walton Goggins is a hitman, and that little kid is probably a dick in real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it has like, to be. Everyone does their performances so convincingly. It's great. And the lore behind it, like, I wanted to know more of this world that they built. Like, all the elves are uh have different numbers like the lead elf his name was 7 and one of the army guys was like why is your name 7 he's like 6 came before me i was like that's fucking awesome and they don't have like names they just have numbers because it's easier yeah. that way and and the the thing that uh Mel Gibson knows everybody in the world because he knows you know <laughs> to check the list and everything and he convinces a guy to not cheat on his wife and i'm like this is so much fun it's great <laughs> I ha- as soon as this comes out on Blu-ray, I'm buying this. Yeah. I, I like he rolls up to that bar,
0: gets himself a nice warm glass of milk. Yep. You're like, this is the bar that Santa goes to. Yep. What the
2: fuck? And it's such a shame, too, that Mel Gibson is the way he is in real life. It really is. Because I like almost everything that that guy's on. Yeah, yeah.
0: It sucks that he's a bad person. Basically. And you're yeah. like, oh, should I should I feel bad about <clears> watching <throat> this movie? You're like, ugh. Yeah,
2: it's, it's kind of conflicting, but... Uh, he's a good actor, and he's a good director, and that's, like, that's the most I'll go, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I also love, too, that there's, like, a sex scene with Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. Yeah, I was like, okay.
2: <laughs> like, all right, we're, this is where we're at. I guess they probably would bang. <laughs> the one thing I wasn't really convinced on was Mrs. Claus. Like, I I thought she was okay, but I think they could have gotten... Someone a little more convincing. She just didn't seem like Mrs. Claus to me.
3: Mike, that's racist. <laughs> Honestly. Ooh, she did
2: it. <laughs> the, the, well, no, I'm saying the race aside, like she didn't. I don't know. She wasn't. I know Mel Gibson wasn't jolly, but she just didn't seem like a Mrs. Claus to me. I don't know.
0: I mean, she had to live with Mel Gibson for like hundreds of years. <laughs> so that's true. That'll probably make you less jolly. <laughs> Yeah, I liked 7. I liked the uh the elves. It <laughs> it was like so fucking weird that they just went fall out like, oh yeah, Santa has elves and yes, they build toys. Yep. And they
2: eat gumdrops and candy. Yeah, cuz they're <laughs> the they're sea. not human, so it gives them better like immune systems.
3: And they take 30-minute yeah. naps every 8 hours. That's right. <laughs> like, I
2: I also love how like the the
0: um the army guy like instantly became like like attached to seven. He's like, oh, I like this guy. Yeah. They got a good system going here. And you know, it, it. What was kind of good about the movie too was that there wasn't. I mean, yeah, there's there's obviously a bad guy. It's Walter Goggins, but like you get his backstory. You learn about the character. He's got his little hamster that he loves. Like, I don't know. I just thought it, it, when he's going shopping for coats for some reason that whole scene cracked me up. When he's like, no don't like this. I'm not wearing this. Um, I don't know. It was just like a, a, a unique little character building segment that they put in. They didn't have to do that.
3: I liked when he went shopping for the hamster. Yeah. And the lady was like, you don't seem like a hamster guy. You seem like a snake kind of guy. And he was just like, bitch, I fucking oh. like hamsters.
2: What did he say? He was like, you remind me of my mother. She also didn't know when to shut the fuck up. I was yeah. like, oh my God. <laughs> i like uh i mean if we're gonna get into like just mild spoilers when uh when uh mrs claus gets the gun <laughs> like near the end and she's mm-hmm. just like blah, blah. i was laughing so hard i was like this family is great
3: yo like my spoiler wasn't that spoilery gee whiz what do you mean <laughs> yo i'm talking about hamsters here and you're like Psh, the end oh
2: well i said spoilers
3: yeah well
0: so, yeah, definitely watch Fat Man. Oh. It is, especially for the holiday time, Great, great thing to watch at Christmas. Get the kids around, yeah. even though you hate them. Pull them out of the trash, sit them down, and watch Watch Fat Man. Yep.
1: You mean take them out of the closet after they've been bound and gagged for nine months?
0: Now well, we know what oh, Shane's my into. Ringing. Uh, I'll have to answer this later. We should answer it now. Well, Val had thrown the kids in the trash, so I figured we'd pull them out of there.
1: Why? Did you do it?
0: So, uh, anyone have any other Christmas movies they'd like to discuss? No. On this holiday special, I got
2: one. All right, let's hear it if, that, if that's cool, you guys. Um, it's a movie that was made in 2017 called Mercy Christmas. Uh, It was directed by Ryan Nelson. Uh, It's a horror comedy. It's on Prime Video. Starring Cole Gleason, Casey O'Keefe, Stephen Hubble, and DJ Hale. So Michael Briskett's a wholesome guy who loves loves everything about Christmas. At a party, he invites his really dickhead boss, Andy, to his Christmas party to try to kiss his ass. Andy says he has other plans and gives Michael more work to do and to complete it by Christmas Day because he's just an asshole. Uh, That night, no one shows up to Michael's party besides one of his new co-workers, Cindy. Uh, Cindy said that she saw the invitation on Andy's desk and decided to drop by. Cindy and Michael end up having a really good time together, and Michael ends up falling for Cindy. Cindy invites Michael over to her house for Christmas dinner the following day. So Michael comes to Cindy's house the next day and meets her family. And this is where he sees Andy, his boss, and it's discovered that Andy is Cindy's brother. So right around this time, Michael's feeling a little woozy and passes out. His drink was drugged, and he wakes up in the basement with a couple other people. And they all soon realize that they're in a basement, and the family above are making plans to eat them for Ah. Christmas dinner. So this movie is hysterical. I just randomly put it on because I was looking up uh, Christmas horror movies, and I was very surprised on how good this was. Um, One of the scene highlights for me is when there's a new person coming to the family dinner that one of the brothers brought home. Andy immediately hates her because she's a police officer. Excuse me. So they go downstairs and they cut off one of the legs of the victims and they bring it upstairs. They cook it in the oven and serve it to her as like a test to see if she's actually all about the cannibal life. And like the way this leg looks coming out of the oven, it's like gross and it's oozing and they like show her take a bite out of it. It was really funny and gross at the same time. Uh, The writing and characters in this are really funny. If it didn't have solid writing and acting, then this would have completely failed. Uh, the banter between the families, like any other family on a holiday. They bicker and argue some members hate other members. They don't like the new girlfriend one brings home. The dad's trying to keep everything together. It's like a typical Christmas movie, but they're cannibals trying to eat the protagonists. Um, <laughs> the effects are done really well, like I said about the leg. Uh, there's a ton of practical effects in here, and it's got a really, really funny climax to it. Uh, it's also it's got a really cheap look to it. Um, it's shot during the day in one location, so there isn't a lot of different sets. Uh, I was hoping one of the characters would have a change of heart by the end, but they didn't. I was kind of let down, but it's overall, it's still a really, really funny Christmas movie that I was surprised with. The lead, the lead guy, he looks exactly like Will Sasso, and it's so <laughs> distracting. Oh yeah,
1: whereabouts did you watch this? What now? Whereabouts did you watch it?
2: What? Oh, uh, on Prime. Alright. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds like something
0: I, I'd want to check out. I know I heard of this movie. I just hadn't seen it for some reason. I don't know. You said it was 2017. It came out? Yes. It's
2: on oh, the, the. poster is uh, a pair of feet in a present, Christmas present. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> well, I know you
0: have you have been absolutely plowing through some of these other Christmas movies, Mike, and um. There was one you watched. I think it was Red Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> is that the one about the aborted fetus
2: that lived? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's actually not terrible for me because Dee Wallace is so good in it. Yeah, she's great in that. I remember that. That came out a few years ago, too. Yeah, 2016. And, uh, yeah, yeah, Isn't it Australian or yes, something? Yes, it is. Yeah. It's about, like like Ryan said, the fetus who like lives through an abortion, and he wants to know why his mom got rid of him, and he starts killing people, like part of the family. It's ridiculous, but it's got some good stuff in it.
0: I think it could only be improved if they didn't make the fetus an adult, if it was still just a fetus. <laughs> like, okay, like this, this isn't on. the
3: suckling. <laughs> oh,
0: <God>. <laughs> <laughs> A fucking movie. Awesome. All right, well, let's wrap this up so I can go watch some horrible football and fall asleep during it.
3: Aw, Sleepy, Ryan.
1: I want to go and cook dinner and shit.
3: Dinner, boy. Dinner, boy. (laughs)
0: Well, thanks for everybody for listening. (laughs) Val, thanks for coming on for the last time. Oh,
3: wow. Thanks. (laughs) No, I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We love having you on. Um, And, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for listening in and if you want to get a hold of the podcast again all you need is blood at gmail.com or, or our facebook group all you need is blood if you want to get a hold of me uh i am on twitter at ryan Tutelo and on instagram all you need ryan uh, you can also find me on the up, uh, upcoming horror movies.com message board
2: i'm always around there uh mike i am on the forum i am on i do the uh instagram all you need is blood Podcast, Instagram. Uh, I'm on the Facebook group. That's about it.
1: Shane? You can find me on Instagram, RoboGinge74, Twitter, Dead Cell Society, and obviously the All You Need Is Blood um, Facebook group. And Val?
3: I'm usually on the Facebook group for All all You Need Is Blood and the UHM1. And then also, I have my Instagram, which is NursePuff. So you can find me there usually. That, that's it.
0: Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for coming on. And thanks for everybody for listening. And I'll just say bye for now.
1: Bye.
0: Bye.
2: Nah, nah. Yeah, you may have to. Uh delete that fat man spoiler i said i got too excited
3: yeah that was really rude of you
2: <laughs> god damn it you're mike. like
3: it's just a little spoiler but right? oh cool <laughs> thanks mike
2: i was that so... guy i was so excited because you, you were giving me shit about hating mrs claus and i was like well there's a good part near the end and i was like oh okay.
3: she was an okay woman she she baked a lot of fucking cookies she did she did bake
0: some cookies could
3: have said that mike now talk about how she bakes cookies and in the same amount of, time. so that Ryan could just superimpose it in there.
0: Yeah, I'll just I'll just stick it in there.
3: <laughs> she makes a lot of cookies. <laughs>